Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez Stubergear. What's your top story today? My top story today, Sarah, is uh, we talk about how like CNN, for example, uh, is, has really biased coverage. Uh, I'm going to attempt to quantify that today. Let me show you how bad this actually is. Okay. All right. And Mr. Pat Gray. Planned Parenthood has a new president, or is going to soon. They got rid of their old one, and we'll get into that a little bit. Okay. And special guest mm-hmm. Lathan Watts from First Liberty. What's your top story? Uh, in the liberal, utopian, tolerant California, uh, anti-Semitic uh, vandalism <laughs> against one of our clients. Ah. Wow. Orthodox mm-hmm. Jewish rabbi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. A lot to get into. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. Um, if you are in the market you're buying a home or you're trying to do a refi, uh, you need a loan, whatever the case may be, American Financing is the place to go. Uh, they, you, Stu, you did business, well, you, yeah. you, they, they wanted to do business with you and they you did. were like, I want to do the craziest thing possible. Yes. And they were like, we don't recommend that. No, they, they you, you apparently give you anyway. only like responsible mortgages. Uh-huh. So this is their policy. Uh-huh. Uh, I it's like, pretty sound policy to have. Yeah, it's funny too, because we talked about this a million times, right? Because I did call them and it was down to a couple of different companies. And I really wanted, like, I, I love the old days of 2005 when you have, like, zero down and, they, you know, like, you don't have to pay for 16 years. So I was chasing that type of mortgage, which they said was not a good idea, kind of the reason they survived the financial crisis, unlike any other mortgage uh, uh, broker. But uh, so I went um, and I talked, to, uh, I talked to them and they said, look, you know, that's not really what we do. I understand if you want to go do that, you'd have to go with this other company. So I did go with that other company um, uh, at the end, which I thought was kind of an amazing thing from them. I mean, they basically... That's a lot of yeah. That's a lot of integrity that we really don't want to. You know, we we won't stand by that loan and we won't give it to you. That's not what they do. But but I was laughing because after I got the loan from the other company, it's already been sold to a whole different company. So now I had to like change my like. They're like, "Uh, let's get out of this while we still can. (laughs) So I mean, it's been it's. American financing is probably just the right way to go. Yeah, if you're looking for a responsible uh, place to go for your mortgage, you can go to AmericanFinancing.net or you can call 800-906-2440. All right, Stu. CNN. Uh, I happened to get an alert from some story today. I think it was, uh, I can't remember what it was. And I clicked on, on, on the CNN app. Now, look, this is a huge mistake, and this is my fault for going there in the first place. But I was, I'm absolutely amazed at how little they try to even attempt to be fair. I mean, I, I, you know, like, there's plenty of criticism to go along to for Republicans and Democrats. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a political network, right, you can cover these stories. You can say things that are good about Democrats. You can say things that are bad about Democrats. You can say things that are good about Republicans. You can say things that are bad about Republicans. There's a lot of categories. Not for CNN. The only thing they seem to do and, uh, is say bad things about Donald Trump or Republican policies. Um, and I, I decided to just go through the app today. And let me just highlight the stories. They do have some completely unrelated poli- like from politics stories. Like, for example, the new Corvette, apparently the design came out today. They had a story about that. So I didn't include those. But this is everything from top to bottom when it comes to political coverage on their site. First story is this one. Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo reenact Trump's 13 seconds oh, of silence. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, <laughs> when, when, now, look, it kind of seems like a weird oh. thing to promote. But if you had Chris Cuomo in your primetime lineup, you'd praise silence, too. 
Yeah. You're like, oh, the best part of the show is when they were quiet for 13 seconds. But I mean, like, that is, okay, the, a ridiculous, uh, right, that's story number one. Let's go to story number two. Here it is. The 51 most outrageous lines from Donald Trump's repugnant North Carolina rally. <laughs> now, it is an analysis piece, uh, so, but repugnant is in the headline. Again, we this is a news site, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Underneath, Chris Cuomo, a president should, the president should not be a punk. Oh, my gosh. Trump claims he disavows, send her back chant despite remaining silent and starting racist attacks and <laughs> cnn's brianna keeler trump is lying watch the tape okay so that's no, wow no, this is really balanced so okay let's go on to the next one next one is crowd surprises representative omar at airport with new chant so take a break here now she's getting chanted at the airport and of course this their analysis of this is this is the worst thing that's ever happened and this poor woman is here there's not a moment where she get because you can cover Representative Omar a couple different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can talk about her getting this chant, but like, why does she have the chant? Is there any focus on like, can you break down to your liberal audience maybe why people think she hates America so much? Mm-hmm. Could that be part of the coverage? Of course no. not, not at all. Now the chant, the chant at the airport because they were excited to see her. Yeah, they welcomed her with open arms. Exactly in the airport. A really pop- Are they talking about the chant at the rally, though? Well, I think at the airport was the positive one, right? Right. And she's getting a positive right. chant. The point is positive coverage about Representative yeah. Omar. Yeah. Right. Next up, Democrats plot a new, uh, new plan to press Mueller on Trump's alleged crimes. All right. Next one is AOC confronts DHS chief. Did you see photoshopped images of my violent rape? <laughs> Now, wow. first of all, I would hope the guy didn't go to the site to right. see the Photoshop uh, images. Jeez. And can we stop with this? We've talked about this one before. Yes, it is true. The Internet has people who will say really nasty things about people in power. It's kind of what the Internet is. We're even I'm, not in power. Yeah, about anybody. There, do you think you could spot anything nasty about you or me on, exactly. online? I just saw several things about me on Instagram that I was tagged in this morning. Really? Oh, yeah. They t- they take me, like bad screenshots of me and yeah. put it into this collage. Isn't that and, precious? Isn't that it's sweet? adorable. Yes. I'm like, it's get adorable. a job. I know. <laughs> I mean, we're, you know, what are, we have to call every horrible name imaginable, uh-huh. yeah. right? And like, this happens all the time. Is that a notable news story? I can't nope. imagine it is. No. How about this one? Is this a notable news story? Convenience store clerk says customers need to go back to their country in video <laughs> conversation. What the hell is CNN covering what a convenience store clerk does? That is not a news story at all. We, uh, we have convenience store clerks. Look. Is he a we, former senator? Uh, no. A senator now turned <laughs> no, convenience store clerk? Oh, you're going to be surprised. That would be a news story. Man. Yeah. yeah. Be. Because then he's doing something productive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next up. Uh, let's see. Is this one. Compare Trump's rally with Omar's town hall. Uh, right. So this, like, think about what this moment is. You have a moment where things kind of get out of control at this rally, right? And then you have a... Uh, to a basically teleprompter read speech to try to take the high road. Yeah, let's compare those two events because that makes a lot of sense. Next up, oh, if we go back to the, this previous one because I want to highlight the uh, stories underneath. Uh, Angela Merkel stands in solidarity with Congresswoman attacked by Trump. Trump, Omar, and democracy. Wow. This is a struggle about the identity of the United States. Lemon, will Trump rally cha- uh, chanters be proud in 10 years? Uh, how Maya Angelou in 1978 provided one woman's response to Trump in 2019? <laughs> what? Now, again, like I've provided you every piece of news or analysis so far on the CNN app. There hasn't been one that has even been an attempt at balance. They've all just been destructive slams on Trump or one of his policies. Next up, see Lindsey Graham's head-spinning flip on Trump and racism. Uh, Let's see what the next one is. Uh, uh, He tried for years to join his 13-year-old daughter in the U.S. Now they're finally reunited. 
at her deathbed. Uh. Again, like, you know, we're too mean to immigrant story. Now, this is the first one that was like neutralish, which is here's the lineup for the Democratic debates. <laughs> right. Okay. Which, again, that's probably the story that CNN should be doing. Parenthetically, they should have Trump sucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that's very true. Uh, then Cummings erupts on Trump's DHS chief, like he's just screaming at mm. some Republican. Oh Next up, FBI warrants show Trump's close involvement in hush money effort. Let me keep this one here for a second. This is a fantastic wow. one. What is the actual story they're talking about? Trump was cleared of the hush money mm-hmm. problems. The only person who went to, is going to get in trouble over this is Michael, Michael Cohen. Cohen yeah. The way they present that news, which is not Hope Hicks, uh, not Donald Trump, not any of the uh, uh, no in the Trump organization, uh, no one in the campaign had any problems except Michael Cohen, who's already in, in prison. And their take of that is the FBI warrants show the Trump's close involvement. And by the way, the Hope Hicks part of that is they have a, 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 a phone call that happened with Hope around the time they talked about it. They have no evidence that she has said anything about it. And she, as she testified, she said she didn't. Next up, host, uh, House chaplain prays, prays to cast dark spirits from Congress. Oh, my and gosh. He, C- Chris Cuomo mm. goes on to cover this. Like, it was like a seance because the prayer was like, we need to get dark, you know, just dark spirits and these negative feelings out of Congress. Like, I'm surprised like that they acknowledge that the House has a chaplain. That's true. Yeah, they no did kidding. actually show him on camera, too. But I guess he said it was because of racism, and then they went on to mock it and play a clip of The Exorcist. Uh. Okay. Next up, Trump. this is the first one that I thought was like, okay, this is a normal thing. Trump picks son of former Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia as the next Secretary of Labor. Now, that is news, right? Mm-hmm. Antonin Scalia, not necessarily seen as a, uh, like a positive figure on the left, but seen as a very positive figure on the right. Of course, when you read the story, it's nothing about Acosta and Epstein. So the story did not really reflect. It said he's going to be the new guy. Why? Because uh, probably because Trump's a child molester. It was basically the take. And then the last one, I tried to get to a positive thing. This guy, they did show there is a black Trump supporter. But his message for the president, of course, is why are you being so bad? Why are you being so racist? Stop doing this. I can't convince my friends to like you because you're being such a jerk. That is the entire app. Wow. Now, look, I... I understand CNN is liberal, and that's, you know, look, we are conservative. Like, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with having a, a point of view. But when it's that overwhelming, it shows not only just a bias, but a complete obsession. They are, I mean, Trump totally lives in their heads, and they are completely obsessed with him at all times. He controls their life. Mm-hmm. Instead of reporting actual news, it's nonstop bashing, and then they wonder why the ratings are down. They wonder why, when they do have a piece of news, no one will take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why. I mean, and that's just one day, but that's every day at CNN. Yeah, Lathan, you want to weigh in on that? I, I, I watch this list, and I'm like, you know, there are there are other countries in the world. There's some things going on yeah. mm-hmm. you know, in the Middle East with Iran. It might even be another chance for you to bash the, tra- the president. Could you just <laughs> could you just maybe talk about the news? Yeah, diversify uh, a little bit. Yeah. How, how much of this is even newsworthy about? The guy that that you're always talking about. Yeah, I mean, most of that wasn't newsworthy, right? I mean, I, no. you know, like I, again, I like no. the, the chant thing is a story, and I can understand people covering it. But you need twenty five. The convenience store angles. clerk thing was not, a, not story. a story. That's it's not, not a story. story. Stop it. You know, and you mentioned that that they've got a right to have opinions. Yeah, on opinion shows, which yeah. is what we are. Mm-hmm. That we're we're opinion people. We're not journalists, mm-hmm. and neither is Glenn. And we say that all the time. They're supposedly journalists, and. So that's why that is so uh, despicable. And it's so dangerous because you see how they're shaping the message for all of their readers. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, and like, you know, CNN, 
again, and, was supposed to be the balanced one, right? Like, you, you know, we all know they lean left. But, like, leaning left and giving me your best attempt at news coverage is something I can handle. I'm mm-hmm. an adult, right? I mean, like, I'll get, New York Times is kind of like that. New York Times mm-hmm. is obviously a left-wing publication. But, like, you read the New York Times and you can also find real news in there. And, you know, sometimes there's sometimes a Sometimes it's to palatable. It. Yeah, exactly. This is yeah. just, this is, that's, I mean, that is to not. the left of where MSNBC was, yeah. you know, four years ago or eight years ago. They, they have completely gone off the rails because of Donald Trump. And, and look, you know, Trump obviously likes the fight. He likes the kind of manipulating the media. But, I mean, he, they have bit every piece of bait with him. I mean, they can't stop themselves. Is it because of clicks? Maybe. I don't know what the reasoning is. But, I mean, it is, uh, it's embarrassing. I mean, that's, a, that's an embarrassing segment. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single story is the same story and with the same take from the same people. Like that's not that's not even an attempt at news anymore. The, and the racist thing gets me the most, I think, because they're not even allowing for it to be a possibility that he may not actually be racist. Yeah. You know, and they said, right. what, what, what was the one that it said his racist remarks or, yeah. you know, yeah. he or, said yeah. like, he didn't say anything racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look, you can claim that like, Rachel Maddow wants to claim that. I think that's totally within her bounds mm-hmm. to, to say that. But I mean, we can we stop and like. Stop pretending we don't understand who Donald Trump is. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that when someone pisses him off, he bashes him, yeah. right? You yes. think it's just an Amash? Uh, the opposite is color? also true. Right, exactly. If somebody praises, praises him, he pra- says good things. He like, says good things about him. Even if he doesn't really like the guy, like Kim Jong-il or right. Kim Jong-un, right. he right. still says nice things about him. Mm-hmm. And look at the opposite, where like Justin Amash, uh, uh, there, uh, Jeff, you think Jeff is Jeff Flake a person of color? <laughs> I mean, because he's trashed him a million times, too, mm-hmm. because they don't like each other. Yeah. This is what Trump does. And the media has this little thing that they like to pull, which is every time Trump gets in a disagreement with someone who is a person of color, they act as if the motivation is racist. But it's like if he's doing it to all people, all races, all Je- Mika Brzezinski, is she how is she a person of color, too? He does it all the time. And so we know this is his pattern. You can be happy or unhappy with it. It's not my favorite part of his presidency. But the, the idea that, like, we're going to act and fake as if we understand his motivation because for a couple of weeks we'll get a cycle and a bunch of clicks out of it is to, it's, it's a despicable trait for a news organization. And they, they really need to do something about it. They won't, but they really, they really should. All right. Uh, Planned Parenthood's new president when we come back. Hopefully they'll go out of business as a result. Yeah. I mean, the ratings. That's what I think. Like, no, nobody is thinking about the long game. Yeah. Before we get back into it, I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So, um, Relief Factor has been a godsend for us here at uh, Blaze TV because it makes Glenn tolerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in a lot of pain for... <laughs> Was that not Again, you fair? See, you're very strong on that statement. I mean, mm-hmm. Relief Factor is a great product, but I mean, tolerable? I don't. I mean, tolerable-ish. As, toler- as, tolerable, tolerable. as tolerable as Glenn Beck could be. Could be. Plus, he was pretty reprehensible even before the pain. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's done do wonders. Network. Yeah. It's done wonders for his pain. It's done wonders for my pain. I was in a car accident uh, a bunch of years ago, and it just messed up my, my neck, my knee, a whole bunch of stuff. And um, Relief Factor has done wonders for me. A bunch of other people in the building. It is 100% drug-free, and it targets the inflammation in your body, which is, of course, the uh, the root cause of your pain. So if you're in pain, you're just living in pain, and you think there's no way out, or you're taking prescription drugs, and you don't like doing it, or you're taking prescription drugs, and they cost a bunch of money, and they're not working. 
Try Relief Factor. You can get the three-week quick start pack right now for $19.95. Uh, 70% of the people who use it go on to keep ordering more. The odds are in your favor that it will work for you. Go to relieffactor.com or you can call 800-500-8384. I'm curious if you took your Relief Factor today with alcohol. Is that how you swallowed it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's sure. Friday. It I had Friday, to. Right? Hello. <laughs> uh, all right, Pat, the, yes. uh, the new Planned Parenthood president, she was ousted already. Ousted. Yeah, after Already. eight months in the in the third ter- trimester of her uh, of her residency, <laughs> it, it, she was terminated. So sad. Uh, it's really kind Fitting. of it's appropriate. Forty three weeks. Right? It's actually forty three yeah, weeks. Yeah. Right. It's actually kind of appropriate. It is. Um, but apparently, uh, Planned Parenthood directors felt that she wasn't abortiony enough. <laughs> really? That's the yeah. Reason? Yeah, she wasn't quite as abortion-y as they liked her to be. Mm. Not enough babies are dying under your watch. Mm. You've got to go. I hate it when that happens. Me too. Jeez. I mean, you wanted, you wanted a Planned Parenthood president that wants to kill every baby, don't you? <laughs> I mean, really, and that apparently wasn't in her heart. But the other thing was she refused to admit that men might get pregnant too. And that's apparently, according to uh, some of the insiders, one of the things that led to her termination. I mean, well, they are the party of science. (laughs) They are, clearly. (laughs) So they want to promote and take out the word um, she and her in their ads and their literature and replace it with they and them. I'm going to get a tick. Um, They're going to give me a tick from this. I know. I can't. I know. It's embarrassing. (laughs) It is embarrassing because we've gone so far as a society, we can't even admit that men can't get pregnant. (laughs) Men will never need an abortion. Not ever. A man will never need an abortion. I know that's quite a limb to climb out on. I just want to know why to go there. Why are you so hateful? <clears throat> About men not being able to have babies? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't know. We're looking into it. <laughs> We're looking into it. I'm fascinated by this. So that, is it the real reason that, that she would not go far enough? Is that mm-hmm. like a confirmed yeah. reason? Yeah, she yeah. wasn't aggressive enough, according like, to them. Think about this for a second. Like, here's a person who is not, not pro-life here. This is a person who is yeah. willing to take the presidency of Planned Parenthood, She's and they've definitely gone too pro-abortion. far her. Mm-hmm. And I said her. Uh, <laughs> oh. That's amazing, though. I mean, like, you know, because you don't take a moderate on abortion and they no. get to the head of Planned Parenthood. You're, you're taking someone who is a huge believer in the cause. That's what I thought was so fascinating wow. about this. That's how extreme everything's becoming in this society. We've got to uh, wake up. And and fight back. And I think, especially in the abortion battle, conservatives are kind of waking up. Mm-hmm. You know, we've mentioned this before. That's territory we ceded to the left for a really long time. And that was wrong to do. We shouldn't have ever, ever done that. But we felt it was too divisive. We weren't going to win any friends doing it that way. Well, the homosexual uh, activists never <coughs> let go of their agenda. They kept pounding it the whole time. And it worked for them. We should have learned something from that, and hopefully we have now. Now, I will say, I think that part of the reason that America is waking up to this is because they've gone so far, Yeah. right? So I I, I think it's, I mean, I don't want to call it a blessing, but if you were to come up with a a positive out of how radical they've gotten. Is it maybe it is waking people up? Right, I think it's what finally needed to shake people and say, hello, like, do you see what's happening here? Well, Glenn's talked about this quite a bit. I don't know on this show, but on radio, he's talked about the tipping point we're Mm -hmm. reaching, right? Mm -hmm. He thinks we're getting toward, that they've gone so extreme that we're reaching a tipping point where it's going to tip over and go the other way. And I'm hoping and praying that's true. But 
I don't know, every day, it's just more and more bizarre. Yeah. You know what I think could be another factor in this that nobody is really talking about? If you look at her predecessor, Cecile Still Richards, yes, Richards. Mm-hmm. her message about Planned Parenthood was uh, women's health mm-hmm. all day, every day. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. a women's health organization. Look at all the other things that we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do abortion, but we do all yeah. this other it's stuff. It's a lie, but that was her position. Exactly, <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. But uh, my point is when, um, I think it's when, I think is her last name. Yeah, it when, is. When she, when mm-hmm. she took over, r- not long after that, she had a quote, and I'm, I'm spacing on the quote, where, where she basically said, no, Planned Parenthood is in the abortion business. And it was the complete opposite of what they had been saying for many, many years. And she kind of, you know, accidentally told the truth. And now, a few months later, she's out. She's been terminated. I think the, the, the pronoun issue might be a, a, a pretext. A smoke screen? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That they may have gotten some, uh, some feedback. Uh, Maybe. You know what? I think we need to go back to the Cecile Richards way, and this Maybe. lady is not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and try to turn back into a health clinic. Yeah, uh, to make it at least seem that way to people, because right. it's hard to win when you're, when you're saying you're an abortion hut, essentially. <laughs> right. Um, the, the, one other thing I thought was interesting on this uh, front is that there was a, um, I think it was the New York Times that did this, which was they did a map of um, what, what the country looks like if Roe versus Wade gets overturned. You know, some obviously states are going to ban abortion, but most of them probably aren't, to be fair. And they went through and they decided to figure out what the largest distance was you'd have to drive to get an abortion in the entire United States. It would be... Was it, it 5,500 miles? It was not. It was not 5,500 <laughs> miles, which would be really long. You'd have yeah, to be a really be, circuitous... That'd be unfair. Route. Yeah. No, um, it was... Uh, um, it was you, if you happened to be a resident of, I think it was eastern North Dakota, you would have to drive a l- about three and a half hours. You confused me. Is there an eastern North Dakota? <laughs> yeah, it's North Dakota's a state. Yeah. It was the east, okay. eastern part of that <laughs> state. Part of that. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of like... I-35W headed south. Yes, it's like that. Yeah. It's a little confusing, uh-huh. but I mean, I wanted to, it, it is in North Dakota. <laughs> okay. Um, and it would be like a three and a half hour drive. Now, what we're saying, so think about... From the, where? From, from Eastern what North Dakota. What if I'm Dakota. driving from I mean, here? I just don't understand. <laughs> the point is, uh, and I, I think you're helping me make it so eloquently, uh, is, you know, we talk about Roe versus Wade being overturned, and, and the left talks about mm-hmm. it like, is, is this apocalypse? Yeah. Like, the, they are saying themselves... The worst case scenario is you have to drive three and a half hours to get an abortion. That is the worst case scenario. That's amazing. Like that is, I'm not happy with that worst case scenario at all. I want to, to be completely gone. But like this idea that this is some crazy apocalypse that you need to have these like you know make people think that it's essentially Gilead, mm-hmm. right? That is a we again the media does such a bad job giving people perspective on this stuff uh we've got about a minute left before we got to go to break i do have a question for you you know your organization works um you know with the supreme court you guys are kind of on the front lines do you see roe versus wade ever being overturned um you know it gets dangerous you start trying to predict what the supreme court's going to do and then you know who's going to be on the supreme court um i think the roberts court seems to be uh, not as willing to make big sweeping overturning decisions. What I think you might see, though, is that as these states uh, continue passing restrictions on it and they keep getting challenged, if they keep coming to the Supreme Court, what you might see the Roberts Court do is uphold some of those restrictions. Yeah. And so it, it incrementally, uh, instead of just coming right out and say Roe Ro v. Wade's bad law and it's overturned and right. it goes back to the states, you guys figure it out. I think what they're probably more likely to do is 
take some cases, uphold some restrictions, not some others, and you, you start to see it get narrowed that way. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. It's just depressing. I think you're completely right. I, no, I agree. Uh, Lathan still has a, uh, a big story about, um, you said California, the, yes. the very tolerant California exactly. and anti-Semitism to come in overtime. Um, and also, you guys are in for a real treat next week. We've got mm. Stu hosting all week. I'm going to mm. be gone. Huge honor for everyone. I'm, I'm going to be out. Mm. So I think the ratings and are And he's wearing something lacy all week yes. Yes. just to fill in. I have so to, that's great. If I host, I have to use Sarah's wardrobe. Okay. So, you do. Uh, that's, nice. that's, that's in the contract. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I, like, I could pull off some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which parts? Uh, usually, like, the, the, the short dresses I look good in, let's be honest about it. I mean, let's be frank. You will shave your yeah. legs. My, my calves are a little big for your pants. Mm-hmm. Um, but the so there will be some stretching of your clothing involved yeah. when you get them back. But <laughs> You'll be able to fit your whole family inside most of your clothing. So I'll need to like wash on warm and also dry on high heat. I yeah. need to Whatever. try to get, yes. it, yeah. get it back down to where it needed to be. <laughs> I'm lobbying right now to get on that show. <laughs> <laughs> We've got overtime starting next. You can watch it at blazetv.com. We'll see you there. <laughs> I remember what the closest facility was. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. All right, Lathan, what you got? All right, so as I uh, said earlier, in the uh, bastion of liberal tolerance that yeah. is California, uh, Los Angeles County, not uh, L.A. city proper, but in the county, uh, we have a, uh, a client, and I apologize to any Facebook viewers who are Jewish for my Southern Gentile pronunciation. Just going <laughs> yeah, we'll go along with it. Yeah, um, uh, Netanel uh, Louis is the rabbi at the Hebrew Discovery Center. Now, in October 16, some vandals showed up, trespassing on his property, vandalizing the property. He was able to catch some of it on cell phone video, reported it to the police, and the police prosecuted. Uh, The the DA prosecuted uh, multiple people who were involved in it. One of the people that was there, uh, for whatever reason, the DA decided not to prosecute her. And she then sued the rabbi for reporting her to the police. And one. What? A judge in California ordered oh, our gosh. client to pay her six thousand uh, dollars. So based what, on what? Yeah. Um, What's the legal theory here? <laughs> tolerance. I okay. Think. Oh. Yeah. No. Supposed that, to, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, now we just got that overturned. Okay. Uh, we we appealed that and got a new, got a new trial, a new judge. Thank goodness. Got yeah. that this wouldn't fixed. be America anymore. I, exactly. So yeah. he does not have to pay her six thousand wow. dollars. But. Almost the ex- almost the same day he gets that decision that says uh, you don't have to pay her six thousand um, dollars, his the Hebrew Discovery Center gets vandalized again. Uh, paint thrown all over the door, a brick thrown. Uh, thankfully, the the vandals uh, not an athlete. The brick didn't hit anything or break <laughs> anything. Um, he's, but thankfully, it gives, he's bad at his job. Yeah, I guess vandalism. so. So. But it's another example of the rise of anti-Semitism. Did he not turn anybody in because he didn't want to get sued? At this time, I don't think he was there for it. Okay. But, but, but you're exactly right. I mean, the, we want people to report crimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. If you allow people to then 
sue you for reporting the crime, do you think that guy's going to think twice next time about, well, should I report this or not? That was of the course. first thing I thought of. Guys yeah. are going to report him now. Exactly. And the, the, the source of all of this uh, vandalism towards this rabbi and his uh, uh, synagogue is, is even more absurd. It's that it's chicken rights activists. Chicken rights? Chicken rights. Like, meaning the animal? The animal. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. There, there is a ceremony in the, mm. in the Orthodox Jewish faith. Again, apologies for the pronunciation. Uh, that I, It's called Kaporos, and it's done on the eve of Yom Kippur every year, and it involves the kosher killing of a chicken. The ceremony is about contemplating the brevity of life and atonement. It's, it's not like we don't kill chickens in this country. All the time. You know, you think? Yeah. Like, Seems like millions yeah. of them right. a day. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm actually working on a cross-promotion with see if I can get Chick-fil-A to start sponsoring the Kaporos <laughs> ceremony, just kind of blend a couple of our different cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what they don't like. Uh, is wow. the fact that this ceremony goes on. This ceremony has been going wow. on for about a millennia. Uh, it's survived the Roman Empire, the Babylonian captivity. Uh, no. Okay. Um, not, that I, not that I know of. Um, so it's a ceremony. It's a, it is. Yeah. Like a sacrifice. Yeah. So you know, it survived the Babylonian captivity. It survived the Roman Empire. The question is, will it survive the California legal system? How sad is that? Um, you know, wow. Anti-Semitic crimes are one of the few hate crimes on actually on the rise and they mm-hmm. and in in crimes that are uh, related to religion they make up like 58 almost 60 percent of them mm-hmm. uh, this is not unique to this rabbi we're we're having to defend other orthodox uh, jews uh, related to this ceremony from other litigation from animal rights activists and uh, amongst amongst others so I mean, this is why we do what we do. Um, we, we will represent anybody of any faith, and it's because when we, when we defend you know, the Orthodox Jewish rabbi and we win for him, it protects all of us. Yeah. It, it Are you seeing attacks on the rise for Christians as well? Um, worldwide, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, Not as much here. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, as I said, we do represent people of all faiths, but I would say probably um, you know, using the broad term of, you know, Christendom, you know, because we've represented mm-hmm. just about every denomination you can think of. Um, it does make up a large part of our caseload. Yeah. Um, you know, it's still, um, when, when you lump all the different varying, you know, denominations of Christianity, it's still, you know, one of the, the biggest, you know, uh, religions in America. So it would make sense, mm-hmm. you know, um, just from a numbers perspective. But um, this is one of those things that, uh, it's one of those cases when I tell people, you know, what I do and, where I work, and and, uh, and I bring up a case like this, and they're like, no, seriously, though. Like, <laughs> you're you're like, in the Jews versus right? chickens case, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, it is getting really scary because, you know, we have uh, this rise of anti-Semitism, and then we see it in our leaders, right? Like, we're electing people yeah. who it's, are making pretty anti-Semitic remarks. Right. I, mean, I mean, like, the Ilan Omar thing is a great example mm-hmm. of that, right? Like, I, you know, she's in the news for being a victim of people, uh, you know, saying mean things about uh, about her when it's like, well, look, I, you know, we talked about this the other day. It's like, I, it's it's not my favorite thing, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like the way a lot of this stuff is handled. And, and you know, that goes, it's Trump. It's not just Trump. Um, it's certainly the same thing on the left, and it's among other Republicans as well. We can do better than this, I right? Mean, you know, and we talked about this, I think, um, last time I was here, that in the Orwellian world that we live in right now, the new speak, you know, speech is violence, and violence is speech. Yeah. And 
mm-hmm. which is complete nonsense. But where speech is a factor in it is when you have elected officials mm-hmm. spouting off anti-Semitic remarks mm-hmm. um, in maybe a more sophisticated way than the less sophisticated folks down in L.A. County. If you see uh, this tolerated or not, um, somebody not held accountable for it, then the less sophisticated guy starts expressing it in another way, and it's throwing bricks. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've seen this with uh, one of our uh, clients in uh, in Nebraska, the same thing. Yeah, it started out as vandalism, and then they started throwing bricks at people mm-hmm. as they were coming out of the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, that brings up a really great point because, you know, we're talking about um, Trump's, con- well, the comments that were made at the Trump rally, not by Trump. And I heard that uh, our favorite AOC came out and said that, you know, Trump uh, was involved in violent rhetoric and, you know, things of that nature. And it's like, you've got Antifa on the streets literally beating people up, beating the crap out of people. actual violence. Yes, actual yes. violence in the streets. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't, she doesn't denounce them. She doesn't have anything to say about them, but we're supposed to be concerned with violent rhetoric taking place. She's even been asked point blank yeah. to denounce them. And she won't do it. And she right. will not do it. I mean, as you become a supposedly more civilized society, right, like you're supposed to be able to discuss these things in a rational way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you, you can, I'm sure there's plenty of people who would make, want to make the argument, hey, like, that, I don't like that ceremony, right? And you can make that argument. I don't think the Constitution's going to back you no matter what you say mm-hmm. about it, but still, you make that argument. Throwing bricks and, and, you know, throwing pain and vandalizing property is not the way to do it. And, you know, at least in the past, I think when people have attempted that, we certainly saw this in the civil rights uh, movement, when people tried that approach, it, they lost. You know what I mean? Like Martin Luther King was smart enough to, to know that, hey, look, you know, put us side by side. You know, show, show us next to, you know, a police, uh, when we find a police officer who's going to act inappropriately, put us next to them. Put us next to the, the, the white racists, the KKK hoods who are beating us mm-hmm. up. People will look and the American people will recognize the right side of that. I hope we're still there. I, I don't know if we are. Sometimes I worry uh, because it doesn't seem like lately the American, I don't know, maybe it's not just the American people. Maybe I'm being won over and influenced by the CNNs of the world, but it doesn't seem like that. You got to quit reading that app. I know. <laughs> I got to delete that thing today. You really should. Uh, speaking of uh, triggering Stu, I'm about to, to do it again. Not just CNN. I'm going to trigger you with yesterday's poll. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so the poll from yesterday, do you agree <laughs> with Senators Rand Paul and Mike Lee about blocking, which it wasn't, about blocking the funding for 9-11 Victims Fund until Congress cuts spending to pay for it? 56% said no, they do not agree with Rand Paul and Mike Lee. 44% said yes. Stu, I'm going to give you a minute to just I, get it out. Mm-hmm. Got to get it out. <laughs> As I said yesterday, <laughs> the 9-11 victims, rightfully so, will be getting their money. There's not even going to be a delay. There's enough money in the fund to last to the end of the year. I will say I thought I was going to lose that poll 97 to 3. So the yeah. fact that it was only 56-44. Uh, well, all the people that watched the show yesterday yeah, and heard so. you actually explain it. I mean, I, you know, and it was, it's still going on today. You know, that, that story was actually on CNN uh, at the bottom where, you know, again, it's like, oh, well, Jon Stewart. We get to be on Jon Stewart's side on something and we can all act as if the thing that Jon Stewart has admitted he knows, that they will get all this money and there will not be a delay, we, he's even said it, mm-hmm. but we can act as if Rand Paul's a really bad guy for what, what is he asking you to do? Um, they want to they want to they want to make this basically an unlimited amount of money going forward, which, again, they should get every dime coming to them for these things, the 9-11 victims and their families. But 
that is not a terrible idea for the United States government to revisit um, a, a, a fund with multiple billions of dollars in it every few years. Like, I think that this would be a 10-year window. So for 10 years, they won't do anything. And then maybe in 10 years, you look back at it and say, okay, has there been abuse? Have there been people who are faking that they're 9-11 victims that are getting access to this money? Because that stuff happens all the time. We've talked before, Pat, back in the day, of, of like the, that Johnstown flood in Pennsylvania, where they raised taxes because of a flood. It wiped out a town. They raised taxes. Uh, uh, then they raised them and raised them and raised them and raised them. You know, I think the flood was in like the 1930s or 40s. The, the tax still exists today. Now, the, the, the flood damage has been repaired, uh, thankfully. I don't <laughs> even know you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of monger of hatred are you? It, do you hear the hate mongering? I, do. I, do. I can't of hate? believe you don't like 9-11 we victims. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to that point... It's the places like CNN reporting it the way that they are that makes our social media people say, do you agree with them blocking it? Yeah. Right? Like, even our people are like, oh, they're blocking it. Yeah, so if you say you're blocking funding for 9-11 victims, that sounds bad. you're just yeah. going to say no, right? Like, But yeah. that is not the actual story. And look, we've seen this. Mike Lee and Rand Paul are the two of probably maybe three or four senators that have any credibility on fiscal responsibility in the mm-hmm. entire Senate. Uh, they do this all the time. Uh, they, t- they don't mind taking unpopular votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone with any understanding of the story would, would, un- would be able to say, okay, this is, not, this is not an issue that we have to terrify the 9-11 families about losing their money. Over. But if you have to explain it in this day and age, you lose. You lose. You just lose. Absolutely. It's like when Rand Paul was talking about... Um, uh, discrimination laws in mm-hmm. the the uh-huh. in fact i think he was talking about the 64 human rights act right wasn't he civil when, rights, yeah. so mm-hmm. civil rights yeah no, um and he was asked if he thought that should have passed and he said well no because the free market should have taken care of that right i mean he was he's opposed to government mm-hmm. intervention so when you have to stop and explain things like that to people they're not listening for one thing and and so they don't take the time to understand what it is you're saying, and you lose. If you have to explain your protest, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Even if it's a you know a tax protest on the floor yep. of the U.S. Yep. Senate. So I see stories like that, and the first person I always feel bad for is uh, the guy running the press shop in that yeah. office because yeah. mm-hmm. he's like. I mean, I love the, the standards. Could we have maybe picked another bill to make this stand on? I know. Right. And look, he makes the stand on lots of those stories. Yes. And and like I think that is the. It creates really bad incentives where like a person like Rand Paul who thinks, you know what, I absolutely want this money to go to these people, but we should find we should at least talk about take a vote on how to pay for it. That's all I'm asking for. (laughs) It's not going to delay it. It's not they still have all their money. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it it creates an incentive inside of a person like Rand Paul and any other senator who's going to say, look, I know we should totally be doing something about fiscal responsibility, but this is going to be too much of a pain, especially in a nation that hasn't had a budget. Since 2009. Yeah. It's only 10 years it's now. just 10 years. By my Not calculation. One decade. Uh, all right. Today's poll. Are you going to tune in to the second round of Democratic debates later this month? I know y'all's I answer. We win. have to. Yes, it's our job. Uh, are you going to subject yourself to that, Nathan? <laughs> We'll see if I make it longer than I did the other one, <laughs> the, okay. the first couple. It'll be uh, interesting to see who qualifies. Uh, they actually did come out with it. Did they? Uh, yeah. Who so the biggest, the only change in the person, the, the the roster uh-huh. is uh, Eric Swalwell dropped out of the race, right? Um, and Steve Bullock, uh, the governor of Montana, did qualify for this one, so he'll be on stage. He did. Yeah. Uh, I think you had to get. This is only the one percent threshold level, yeah. so he, oh. did, he did get to that. Uh-huh. Um, and so then we start referring to their candidates as the one percenters. Yes, I mean <laughs> fifteen. 
of, of the 24, 25 are below 2%. So, I mean, it's not a, it, it's a lot of people, but not a lot of, they don't like a lot of Wait, them. Wait, so it's going to be mm-hmm. the same amount 20 people, people. over two nights. Um, the, the mix, it, uh, it'll be the, uh, Biden versus Harris again. Um, oh, is, is somewhat interesting in that they're in the same stage, supposedly yeah. random. Warren versus Sanders this time could be theoretically interesting. Um, you know, Ca- Castro last time picked Beto mm-hmm. to kind of go beat up on, and that helped him. Um, he, he's not with Beto this time. It'll be interesting if he picks another one, and it'll be interesting to see if Beto, when he doesn't have necessarily a target on his back, can do anything right. uh, in this debate. I think there's actually a lot of—I like this stuff. It's like there's a lot of drama, and it's what's fun about it is it's the left eating their own. Like, it's just like—there's that. Mm-hmm. There's an entertainment value of that. The reverse was happening during the Republican primaries. Mm-hmm. That every time we'd say anything bad about any candidate, uh, uh, you know, everyone would call up and get all angry at us. This one, they, you know, they're all awful. So it's just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. So let us know what you think uh, if you are going to subject yourself to that. I honestly, personally, think that the only way that you can do that is to make a drinking game out of it. There you go. Um, Again, we have an alcohol problem. Apparently, we keep talking about it. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Still, I'm going to be live tweeting. Uh, the uh, debates, and that's a fun way to, to do it because I just make fun of all of them. Uh, it, 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 you, okay, yeah, no, you do have to follow Stu's Twitter uh, during the debates because <laughs> I did read yours last time and it was amazing. There's so much nonsense and so much stuff to make fun of. So that'll yeah. be plenty fun. of material, yeah. that's for sure. What, what you mean, like trans reproductive justice? Yes, I'm very why concerned you, about that. Why well, would as you we make know, fun of men can have babies? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Bunch, so of, be a bunch of bigots I work with. <laughs> uh, let us know what you think at The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. And uh, we will see you Monday. Or Stu will. Yeah. I won't. No, you won't. Well, we'll call you up. I'm out of here. We'll on FaceTime. Uh, I don't think I'll be available. We'll have you sit down right over here. We'll put your phone here with a screen of your face. And you can just listen. I just like to listen. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.